I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did, did you it? hear what Dumois, Dumois said? Dumois. Who is it? Oh, can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time Sunday ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. I just DM'd Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about I on Dumois. I need more. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking with a very special guest, my friend who goes by the pseudonym Victoria in my book, A Non Please. We get into our friendship backstory, Instagram questions, and a non-please behind the scenes. We also talk about the Oscars, Victoria's celeb encounters at Vanity Fair parties, Harry Styles, Jonah Hill, Shia LaBeouf, Charlize Theron, the Kardashians, Miley Cyrus and Kendall Jenner, FKA Twigs, and a couple of updates. Let's get started. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today's guest is my most special, important (laughs) guest to date, to date. Wow. I know. I know. You deserve that kind of introduction. If you have read my novel, Anon, please, today's guest is the real life Victoria. Hi, everyone. Hi, welcome, Victoria. That is not your real name. <laughs> Correct. Okay, but we're going to call you Victoria. We're going to tell everyone why I named you Victoria in the book. Um, <laughs> I just want everyone to know we're going to do a little Q&A in the beginning of the episode, um, questions that you guys submitted about the book, and then we're going to get into the topics of the week. We have a lot of really hot topics to discuss this week. Um, But first, let's talk about the book. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know, I have a novel out. It's called Anon, Please, and it's a fictional account of how the Demois Instagram account was started. It's very like based on a true story vibes. I think most people don't realize how much of the story is true. No, I know. I agree. I think they think it's like all fiction. Um... And the reason why we had to even make it fiction as opposed to like a memoir or nonfiction is because there's a lot of, you know, discussion about celebrities. So in order for myself and the publishing company to not get sued, like we had to change the names of the celebrities that we were referring to, to protect ourselves legally. Right. That makes sense. Right. But, um, the character Victoria, who in the book plays my best friend and in real life is my best friend, or should I say one of my best friends, so I don't offend any of my other best friends who are listening to this podcast episode. 
<laughs> you know who you are um, if you're listening. Um, but you are a real person. I am. You are. And we named you Victoria because your favorite celebrity is Victoria Beckham. Yes. She's my secret style icon. Right. Um, she has great style. She's a mom. You're a mom. Yes. I've just had this strange obsession with her and her um, clothing line and her style and just, I don't know. It's it's bizarre because she's not one of the, you know, uber celebrities that people sort of fascinate, you know, about. But right. I don't know. I've just sort of always liked her. Yeah. So I thought like what when we were coming up with names for the book, like of the characters, like that was one of the first ones that I came up with really, really early on because I was like, that would be perfect for you. Um, okay, So <laughs> let, let's get into a couple questions. These were um, readers submitted questions. People who have read Anon, please. If you guys haven't read it, um, I think you'll really like it. Uh, it's kind of like if. Devil Wears Prada and Gossip Girl had a baby. That's what people have described the book to be. And I think that um, those two. And a chapter or two of Fifty Shades. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And a little bit of Fifty Shades because we had to spice it up. Which also. Oh, my God. Dad, if you're listening, because sometimes my dad listens to this podcast. Oh, my Um, God. I didn't even think about that until right now. Did he read the book? He read the book, but. I was like, yeah, it's totally fiction. Oh, my God. Dad, if you're listening, like, turn down the volume on this part. (laughs) No, I'm serious because he listens to my podcast. So the parts in the book that were spicy, like, were heavily based on my life and things that have happened. And I think you can attest to that. I'm sure I shared with you some of the sex messages. Absolutely. I received. And don't Ollie does not listen. The real life Ollie does not listen to this podcast. So I don't really give a shit like what I say that I've shared that he sent me. Um, but you can attest that there was a lot of heavy sexting. Heavy sexting. <laughs> <laughs> Going on between me and Ollie. Okay, let's get uh, to some questions. Somebody wants to know how long we've been friends and what is your career background and are you really a mom? So you and I have been friends since elementary school. Yes, since we were like eight years old. And I am a mom. I have three children, not twins like it says in the book, but I have two boys and a girl. And my background is in PR and special events. So I planned parties, everything from movie premieres to um, more corporate events for um, uh, big New York um, companies, but not, I don't want to say like finance companies, they're more fabulous um, companies. We don't yeah, want to say like we don't in the glam, in the yeah. glam industry. Yeah. Right. We don't want to say which ones to give away too much of your identity. Um, but fabulous companies, you've actually met a lot of celebrities. We're going to get into that a little bit later when we talk about the Oscars. Um, but I just realized like listening to you talk about your old jobs, like you've met a lot of celebrities through your work. I know before, um, you know, when I was trying to do my due diligence before coming on here and kind of recapping things, I was sort of going through different events in my life um, and realized that. Yeah. It's so weird because it's nothing I ever think about on a day to day. Right. And it's like nothing you and I really ever talk about. It's weird. Um, 
Okay. This is now about my identity because if you guys read the book, part of the storyline in the book is that my two best friends are very, very concerned for their own lives and their own personal lives that if my identity was revealed, that would implicate them in some way. And I do want to say that that was a real storyline. The two friends in the book are Victoria and Leon. The real life Leon was very, very, very worried that if my identity was revealed in the beginning stages of Demois, that would somehow implicate him. And the real life Victoria, you were not worried of that. So somebody asked, um, and this is referring to the book, did anyone from the tennis club or school find out Victoria was friends with Demois and freak out? Okay. So... Like you said, that was part of the book that was made up. I was never afraid and am still not afraid to be associated with you. you. (laughs) Um, Thank you. There are people in my life that know who you really are. Is that was that the question? Do do people know? Yeah, like do people like at your country club or like at your kids' school? There's some people at my kids' school and um, friends of mine from town that know who you are. Right. Yes. And those people are the same people that, yes, go to they their kids go to school with your kids. They go to like your Correct. country club. And Correct. They Correct. are in the same circle. Um, yes. Which I knew. I knew that they knew who I was and I knew that they knew I ran the account. Um, I guess I was I was like never worried about them because I feel like they don't give a shit. Do you know what I mean? Like your town, like I joke with with Victoria. She she doesn't live in New York City anymore, but I joke with her a lot about like her life being like a Real Housewives episode. (laughs) Like there's always drama going on within your group of friends. There's always town drama going on. So I really don't think they give a shit about me. Like they're probably more concerned about like whose husband is having an affair with like. Correct. We have our own um, gossip swirl that goes right here (laughs) exactly exactly um okay so somebody also wanted to know they want to know and this is something that as I mentioned earlier I can't really like get into for legal reasons but they want to know who in the book is based on actual celebrities um I can tell you gosh I don't I, I guess I should have checked with like a lawyer first like I don't know if I could come out and be like this character was inspired by Jennifer Lopez. You know, I don't know if I could say well, that. Well, don't be don't be precise. Just say the ones that are really based on somebody. Or yep. do they want to know who? They probably want to know who. I, oh. I feel like people could figure out a couple of them. Um, I guess I could say, I don't think I'd get in trouble with this, but one of the characters is, is inspired by Army Hammer. I will say this. Okay, there's a character based on a pop star who has been having a lot of public troubles lately. And there's a scene in the book where me and Victoria sneak into an after party and come in contact with that pop star. That scene is real. But it wasn't Victoria who I snuck into the after party with. It was with our other best friend. Do you know this story, Victoria? You probably don't even know. It was me and our other friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know the other friend I'm talking about. We snuck into an after party. This huge A-list pop star was there. 
She was there with her brother. Did we ever tell you about this? I don't know. Or you just like didn't care? It could be either. It could go either way. (laughs) (laughs) Just being honest. Um, I feel like it's like I have vague memories. Like say something else. Maybe it'll trigger me. We tried to chat up her brother so he would like ask us to hang out after the after party so we could hang out with the pop star more. And our other friend was flirting with the brother. I mean, you definitely don't know. I love that you have no idea of this story whatsoever. I have no idea. Okay. Um, anyway, that scenario was based on a real scenario that really happened. Um, but it wasn't Victoria. It was our other friend. Victoria has no idea what I'm talking about. So let's move on to the next question. <laughs> um, did any celebrities demand an apology or something to be taken out? No, because that's why the book is fiction. <laughs> you know, we didn't have to run into any of those issues. Um, the book is fiction. You know, it's just based, inspired by true life events. Um, okay, this question is for Victoria. Have you ever been tempted to reveal my identity? Absolutely never. I would never, and I have never. Um, it's just nothing that um, I would ever do. So many people have, um, I know that are close to you have, you know, I don't want to say slipped up or said some things and it is detrimental to your success and nothing makes me happier um, than your success for you. So no, absolutely not. I would never um, put that at risk. Thank you. And thank you for understanding because I think that a lot of people that I know and a couple of our friends friends like don't take it seriously and I appreciate you taking it seriously and you've always taken it seriously from day one even when there was like 50,000 followers you always have taken it seriously and there there are friends that we have who haven't and that's been an issue I've always sort of understood your vision for the future too and I think um your um, anonymity is important to that. Right. And you building what you're building. And I'm so proud of you. So. Oh, my God. Thank you. That's so nice. Um, okay. There were a lot of questions about Ollie. Uh, if you haven't read the book yet, Ollie is the love interest in the book. He is based on a real person. How I met him in the book is really how I met him in real life. Um, it was through Instagram. We started messaging. The messaging turned to text messaging. The text messaging turned into sexting. Then we met in real life and you could read the book to find out the rest. But people want details about Ollie, um, which I can't really give that many details because he works in the industry and he needs to remain private for many reasons. So I can't, I don't even think you know a lot about him. I know enough. Right. What I can say is, like you said, he is real. Um, he did capture your attention way more than I've seen anybody capture your attention in a really long time. And it was exciting, but I do think um, you deserve more. 
Right. Because he is not in a position to commit. He was very honest with me very early on and said that his number one priority is his work. You know, so like when somebody tells you that from day one, there's not really anything you can argue. You know, I knew what I was getting myself into. Um, Now, there is another old love interest that's mentioned in the book. (laughs) (laughs) That's mentioned in the book that people don't pick up on. But this person was also a real life person. And that's fuckboy orthodontist is what we call him in the book, I think. Um, But that was a real person more so than I think Ollie and the situation with him caused like years and years of like mental abuse for me. And it's not really discussed in the book, but I just wanted everyone to know. Wow. We're saying mental abuse. Yeah. All right. You don't think it was mental? It was years of. He was mentally abusive. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Wait, can we delete that? Oh my God. Oh my god. Why? <laughs> oh my god. Why? I didn't know we were going to like get into it. All right. All right. Wait, why? Oh my god, you're making me so nervous. Why do you think he'll listen to Do you think he knows about the book? Tell me the truth. No, I don't think he knows the book. I could say Victoria knows his best friend. I don't talk to I him. I know anymore. him. I know him. I know, but you don't talk to him anymore. I don't talk to him anymore. He's blocked me on all forms of like communication for no reason. By the way, I just want to state like I didn't do anything crazy. I swear to God, I didn't. And he blocked me on everything. So I'm going to be honest. Like I put him in the book to get his attention. Did I, I ever tell that. you that? No, you didn't have to tell me that. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> You did? Yes. Do you, okay. First of all, I don't think he would care. Secondly, he would think I was I think he would care. You think he would care yes. that I put him in the book? Yes. Do you think he knows? And if he doesn't know, how can we get him to find out? We've had this conversation last year and you told me you were going to help me get the word out and you didn't. Well, because of what was said in there and you Who said cares? that. Was, okay, I'll, I'll take care of it today. You can't sue someone because they said what I said about him. No, I wasn't no, worried take, about the no, suit. Don't take care about him today. Don't, no, don't do it today. Okay. Now you're making me okay. nervous. Okay, okay. No, seriously, don't. You're, you know we'll it's like to, easy. I know, but let's take this offline because like I don't even know. Now I'm getting nervous because I thought okay. you forgot about it, which I think you did. I did not forget about, I, I did not realize you wanted me to tell him no yes you did because when I told you I was putting him in the book you said oh I will make sure yes but then we, then you the said what you said and we're like oh he's gonna be pissed so then, but then I, thought, I said I don't care he deserves it because he mentally tortured me like he blocked me on all forms of everything for literally no reason I told you exactly what happened right and you even admitted I wasn't being crazy no, unless you, you were just crazy. saying that to me no 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 you weren't being crazy it was a strange relationship from from the go. So Right. And I just want to make it clear to you that like I don't have feelings for him anymore, even though I know you don't believe me. <laughs> no, I swear to God, but I just think that it's That's wrong. Why we put him in the book to get his attention. <laughs> <laughs> and 
We still want him to find out that he's in the book. <laughs> because why did he block me? That's like so crazy. What sociopath does that for no reason? I would admit if I was being crazy. Yes, I was crazy after he blocked me because I tried to like get in touch with him on all forms of like Instagram, Facebook. I got I even made up a Google number and like tried to text him. I still text him to on the block number to this day because I think one day it's going to say delivered. Because you don't care anymore. No, because it just makes me so mad. It just makes me so mad. I know somebody listening can relate. You're married. You're happily married. Like, you don't get, like, you. I need, like, redemption. Like, I need. No, I understand that. I need redemption in this situation. So, like, putting him in the book and saying what I said about him, which, by the way, was all true, was my, was my, was my only way that I could redeem because I feel like he we're won't giving him to way too much airtime. Okay, here. yeah, let's move on. Okay, and let's move on to he. Yes, we. I will make sure. No, not yet. No, 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 not, not yet. yet. Not yet. Okay. okay, let's okay. take this off one. See, okay. that's why I didn't do it. I know. Now okay. my palms are getting sweaty. All right, let's talk about the Oscars. DraftKings Casino is bringing you only the best classics like blackjack, roulette, and slots, plus exclusive games you won't find anywhere else. What's your favorite casino game, Ferris? Oh, you know it's roulette. <laughs> same. Same. Roll it like roulette, baby. Put it all on red. <laughs> Put it. What numbers are you playing, Ferris? I'm playing six and 11 and uh, 16. I'm playing four. All my right. favorite number. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and use code DOYOU. New players get an instant deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. That's code D-E-U-X-U. Only on DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg. Dot org. Please play responsibly. 21 plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and other restrictions apply. One per new customer. Must opt in and make minimum $5 deposit within seven days, 168 hours of registering a new account. Max. Match $100 in casino credits, which require one-time playthrough within seven days, 168 hours. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash new player offer 2024. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Everyone wants the tea on the Oscars. There's two things that I want to touch on quickly. Um, and that is Andrew Garfield and Amelia de Moldenberg. Somebody asked, and for those of you who don't know, Amelia has a series on TikTok called The Chicken Shop Date, where she interviews people in a chicken shop. Um, she started this series, I think, on YouTube and then blew up even further 
Whose chicken shop is it? Is this like a family-owned chicken shop? No, I think, well, she's British. So I think it's just like, well, first of all, like we don't have chicken shops. I was going to ask you, what is a chicken shop? Yeah. So I feel like that any of my UK listeners will be able to chime in on this. But what I'm assuming, it's a shop that sells chicken. Like alive or dead? No, dead. You eat them. Oh, I didn't I know. I don't know. I don't actually, I don't know. I think it's like you eat chicken. But this is this place. like like a butcher? Oh, you eat the chicken there? Yeah, like you order like, like a chicken Popeyes? sandwich. Hook you? <laughs> like what? Did you just say cluck you? Yeah. Is that even a thing anymore? That's like a chicken place where you get chicken, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, no, what am I thinking? Like Chick-fil-A? Yeah, but cluck you was a chicken place, but like when? Is it still open? I don't know. Uh, I thought it was just like a chicken store. Like I was like a butcher. No, thing. I don't think it's a butcher. Okay. I love how, how into knowing exactly about the chicken shop you are, but um, somebody wants to know is anything actually happening between Amelia de Moldenberg and Andrew Garfield. So anyway, back to what she does is she parlayed her chicken shop date interview show into interviewing celebrities on the red carpet. And a couple months ago, she interviewed Andrew Garfield and they had a really good banter and there was like a lot of flirting. So she was interviewing people on the Vanity Fair carpet and everyone was just expecting her to talk to Andrew Garfield again. So somebody asked, is anything actually happening between Amelia and Andrew Garfield? Um, They thought that because of their flirting and their like really witty banter back and forth, that maybe that would turn into a date. In real life, like a real life date. So I asked someone about this and this person said, Andrew thought the exchanges were cute, but I don't think he'd ever ask her out or go on a date with her. He's pretty shy, which is so cute. He's like shy. He's Andrew Garfield, you know? Mm -hmm. Do you think he's cute? He's adorable, but he's not for me. Like it's not my taste, my style. What do you say? Okay, fair enough. Um, The next couple I want to talk about because they were seen going to the Beyonce and Jay-Z party together. And then somebody actually just sent a sighting that they were seen inside the party sitting together is Gigi Hadid and Leonardo DiCaprio. People are always wondering what is going on with these two. Um, During this week's Q&A, somebody wrote in who was staying at the same hotel as Gigi in LA this week and said they had seen Leo there visiting her now I don't want to say which hotel but if you guys knew the hotel like it is possible the layout of the hotel does lend itself to running into people I think rather easily they're friends you think they're just friends yes what you're just like getting that vibe well I've I have been someplace with them that I know that they're friends what yes With Gigi Hadid and Leo. Yes. You've been someplace where they have been. That they are friends. Why didn't you ever tell me this? I thought we discussed it. Are you kidding me right now? No. No, we didn't discuss this. Yes. Yes. I think that they're friends with occasional benefits. Okay. (laughs) I'm, I'm saying that they're friends. Okay. Well, unfortunately... 
I don't have a lot of inside scoop on the Vanity Fair after party or Beyonce and Jay-Z's party. And that is because the people that are attending these parties, they're like all celebrities, you know, like the top agents, the top publicists, like they're not spilling the gossip of what's happening at these parties. And I want my audience to know you've actually have attended Vanity Fair Oscar after parties as well as the Elton John dinner, which I think it's before the Vanity Fair party, right? Before. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, So you've come into contact with a lot of celebrities at the event. So I think that you'd be able to give good insight onto what that party is actually like. Now, I will say like this was a few years ago. It was a couple years ago. Um, it wasn't this Vanity Fair Correct. after party. I just want to make I that I was clear. not there this year. I've been a bunch of times. Um, the first time I went, you know, I didn't know what to expect. We walk in. Um, I knew there would be celebrities there, but I thought that it was going to be a larger party than it actually was, um, where you can sort of hide or like, there'd be normies as you call them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, there. And it was so small and so intimate and there weren't any normies there. So we felt that people were looking at us trying to place who we were. And I'm saying we, the Jake in the book, your husband, uh, my husband. Yes. Um, it was wall to wall celebrities only like no agents, no industry, you know, handlers or anything like that. The first party was super small and um, very, very private. Right. So this is this is why I believe that I can't get that much intel on these parties is because like the celebrities themselves are not going to be messaging me this information. But I, I want to ask you like who stood out to you? Because I mean, I remember when you went and you came back and I was like, and I didn't have the account. Like it wasn't, it was before 2020. Like I didn't have this account. I, I said to you, like, who stood out to you? And, you know, you rattled off a bunch of names. Um, and I was like, that's so cool. But can you share? Um, so yeah, people stood out for different reasons. Like, so Jennifer Lopez stood out as like super glamorous. She had this glow. You automatically like your eyes just went that way and knew she was a celebrity, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously we all know who she was, but, um, I can't explain it. You know, certain people just have that sort of star power. And I felt like she was one of them. I also felt like Robert Downey Jr., which I know is so random, um, had that. And so did, uh, Alec Baldwin. Mm -hmm. He just sort of commanded the room. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was, you know, really interesting. My girl, Victoria Beckham, was there. <laughs> Did you want to go up and say hi to her? Um, you know that I'm so painfully shy um, like that, but obviously Jake spoke to way more people than I did. Right. And I just sort of, um, you know, walked around and, you know, I, I did interact, don't get me wrong, but, you know, I wasn't going to just sort of be like, oh, I'm a super fan. And two, you have this little bit of like, I'm just going to try to blend in and hope that somebody thinks like I'm supposed to be here. (laughs) Yes. Yes. No. Yeah, totally. (laughs) And which I I should say this, that people did think that Jake was famous 
and not me. And I'm Your still, husband. yeah, offended by it. I can. <laughs> I'm see like, that. why couldn't I be? Why couldn't I be? I had my hair done and makeup done and whatever. Because he anyway. kind of looks like he's on like a CW show, and I mean I, that as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um. Anyway. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And Amanda Seyfried. Uh, proceeded to flirt with him the whole night so that was kind of interesting were you standing right there oh yeah Mm -hmm. yes interesting I know to this day I I don't watch anything that she's in um was there anyone who you encountered who was not friendly who stood out so um Kristen Stewart wasn't super friendly um and kind of looked angry the whole night. Um, Aziz Ansari, which I was sort of excited to see because um, I like Parks and Rec and, you know, um, we went over to say hello and he was kind of like, I'm trying to have a nice night with my wife, which, right. you know, in the scope of the people in the room, he was probably the least famous. Right, right. And, you know, not the nicest, which I find to be kind of ironic. Um, Leslie Mann was kind of like, approached us, kind of like, why are you here? Um, and I was hoping, like, I really thought we would leave best friends because she right. gives that best friend vibe. She does. She does. <laughs> I've said that before. You know, you don't think that from her. So that was kind of weird. Um, but everyone, you know, there were so many people who were really nice. Pink was super nice. Um, everybody was friendly. Like, I don't know. Um, but I know that, um, BJ Novak and, um, Mindy, I know that's like a big thing right now. Yeah. And everyone wants to know. Um, and even then they were together all night. So they were, um, very friendly. Yeah, they, they just attended this year's um, Oscar after parties together. And so everyone's, you know, wondering what's going on with them. I know they hate to hear me say this, but they're not together. So I know people just want them to be together so bad, but they're not. Um, there's been people in my DMs who has been actively dating him going on dates hooking up with him like the past couple of years so I think that if he was in something serious with Mindy he wouldn't be you know messing around you know who's super adorable was Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel really because I hear he's an asshole in real life um he it was kind of chilly she was wearing his jacket she was kind of waiting for him to leave at the end of the night um at the front of the um, room and she had a jacket. She was just sitting there and then he came and got the car and, and all of that. And he was joking with Steven Tyler who sort of needed some help to be brought out um, by his daughter. I think it by, um, by Liv, Liv Tyler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, he's so super tiny, um, very slim, um, small man. Yeah. He like, he's like frail, right? Mm-hmm. I've very met him. frail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
did you see any like big besides j-lo did you see any like big musical people like well elton john was there and so friendly so nice so welcoming um oh who sat at your table at the elton john dinner i don't want to say because then they're gonna know it's me (laughs) (laughs) now i'm scared (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay 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 we'll move on well thank you thank you for that um inside I, well what I I do want to say which I, I I was surprised to me that this party really is I think for the purpose of um them working as well because like Tom Hanks and Ron Howard um you can't get near them and the celebrities were trying to get close to them and FaceTime and talk to them. So I do think it's an opportunity for them to be working as well and making um, relationships and I don't want to say deals, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Which I I didn't realize. Yeah. Networking that that was part of this. And and it very much is. I also um, was there during the time when Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal were um had just broken up uh-huh. and they were both there and she stayed in one room and he was in another and she was like eyeing him the whole night which so- i thought was interesting <laughs> that's so interesting um and he's very um charismatic and he had always a group of people around him and she was shyer and there was also a group that um you saw that didn't really have anybody to speak to. So maybe like a fish out of water kind of thing. And um, you don't expect it. Like Jason Siegel, who is so friendly and so nice. And he just sort of walked around aimlessly. And Kid Rock, same way, oh, sort of hung, hung with the DJ. That seems on brand for him, though, like with the music. Yes, yes. Just a regular guy. He was really great. Um, Brendan Fraser. Oh, Brendan Fraser won an Oscar this year. He he was a loner that year? I, I think it was the time, like, when that whole Golden Globes groping situation um, came out. Yeah. It just broke. And people, I think, were afraid to talk to oh, him. That's he, so like, sad. sort of came and went quickly. Um, and Charlize Theron. She was a loner? A loner. Hung on the wall, like this wall. I called her like, you know, like a wallflower type. She looked absolutely gorgeous, though. I will say that. Well, she's Stunning. she's gorgeous. Very tall. Yeah, she seems like she'd really be tall in real life. Like, that would translate. Because, you know, like, we can't get into the whole, like, short, tall debate right now. But um, people's perception of height, especially when it comes to celebrities, is always debatable. But she does look tall for sure. Um, but speaking of Charlize, it's funny you bring her up because I recently received an email about her new boyfriend. And the reason I tend to believe this email is because I've been receiving messages about him in the DMs like to this same effect. So I'll read the email. Um, and for those of you guys that don't know, she's been seen with this new guy. His name is Alexander Dimitrovic. Um, he's a model. So this person says, Charlize Theron's new beau, Alexander, um, is a known L.A. fuckboy. He has hooked up with a number of my close friends over the years, 
And one of them was a longstanding hookup buddy until she caught him filming her during sex. During COVID, he also told her that his friend was pregnant and he was just helping out occasionally. He failed to mention she was pregnant with his baby. My wish for him is that being a girl dad has shed new light on his treatment of women. Receipts available if needed. Yikes. And then this morning, first of all, I don't know why this week all this Charlize's new boyfriend intel is coming in because she's been seen with him. She was just seen with him in Paris and she's been seen with him a couple times over the past month. Um, somebody just wrote me this morning, just heard that Charlize's alleged new boyfriend is Al D. Okay, I think that's what they call him because the other email referred to him as Al D too. Um, this person said, that can't be real. This guy is such a dirty dog. He's hooked up with several of my friends and lies about his age on different dating apps. Mm. No, <laughs> no surprise he's following her to Paris, but shocked that she's come out of hiding with this guy. Super interested to see if she takes it seriously. So apparently he has a bad rep in L.A. And Charlize, like... Be warned. We'll see how long this relationship lasts, if there's any more sightings of them or paparazzi pictures. The next thing I want to talk about is the Kardashians. They've been lying pretty low recently, um, so there hasn't been a lot of headlines about them. Until today, there's been a couple headlines because... Kim and I think Chris and Chloe posted for Tristan's birthday, a very glowing birthday tribute. I saw that. Yes, to Tristan. Um, so I do want everyone to know that I received a text message saying Tristan and Chloe have been back together for over three months now. I have it on very good authority. They are waiting to develop his reintroduction on the next season of the show. So they're back together. I think that the general public needs to lay off her. You know, they give her a lot of shit for getting back with him. But at the end of the day, he's the father of her children. So I think that she is probably really trepidatious about, you know, coming out with the fact that they're back together because she doesn't want to hear it from everyone. I feel bad for her when that happens, when people start making fun of it and, I feel I feel bad for her too because I think everybody wants to see her in a successful relationship. You know that that's what she wants, you know? Yeah. So like we should be rooting for her and if it's her I'm rooting for her. I'm rooting for her too and if it's her decision to give him a second chance or a third chance or however many chances they're on at this point, that's her decision. And I think that she's like a pretty unproblematic person. I know she's a Kardashian, people have problems with them, but out of all the Kardashians, I feel like she's always positive. She's always supportive of her family. Like, why can't we be supportive of her? I think we are. We are. You and, you and I are. <laughs> <laughs> you and I are. The next anecdote that I would like to read, I found, a, I found actually funny. It's about Kylie. Um, somebody messaged me, Kylie is filming Vogue Beauty Secrets. But she uses biologique recherche and not Kylie skin. So it'll be interesting to see what she shows in the video. 
Her team stocks up in London for her every time they go to avoid being seen buying it in Los Angeles. The staff at, I don't want to say the name of the store just in case this person works there, but the staff at blank in London literally thinks you can't buy Biologique in Los Angeles because of it. I thought that was pretty funny that she has to literally go. Wow. (laughs) She has to literally go to another country to buy her favorite skincare, which by the way, I've posted about this skincare and you and I were just talking about it this afternoon. Like it is the best skincare line out there. I think personally. Absolutely. Are you good? You said you hadn't tried it. I know. Are you going to now? I'm going to. It's, it's, you can't just like also, just so you know, like I have to buy it from a spa online. Like maybe more places are selling it now, but a couple years ago, it wasn't that easy to find. Like a lot of spas I noticed, like hotel spas, which I know you love, um, they sell it, but it's not that, that not as easy to find as other brands. I, I can't. I highly I, recommend it. I know. I can't wait. I have it up on my computer. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got to let me know what you think. I told you what to buy, right? The PS Lotion 1970. Yes. And the fact that I said that it smells like um, formaldehyde <laughs> didn't. <laughs> it didn't deter me. It didn't deter you. Are you going to call me and like tell me it sucks and blame me if you don't like it? Because you yes. did that once recently. Yes, I will. <laughs> Which doesn't mean I won't try anything else that you say. I, you know, I love to try new products, new everything. So yes, as as do I, which is why I post so much about beauty. Um, and you can attest. Thank you for attesting to the fact that, like, I genuinely like talking about beauty because you and I talk about makeup and beauty all the time. I think more than clothes, for sure. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then the next Kardashian is Kendall. There is a rumor. Going around, I think, Twitter, TikTok, that Miley Cyrus made Kendall Jenner cry at the Versace after party last week. Okay, Versace had a fashion show in Los Angeles. It was wall-to-wall celebrities. So many celebrities attended, which is probably why they held it in Los Angeles. Um, And this rumor came out of nowhere. Usually when rumors like this sprout, I kind of just like, you know roll my eyes. I'm like, that didn't happen. But this rumor is getting legs, right? It's like, it's getting out there. So I had to ask someone what happened. This person was there. Okay. So for everyone listening, this person was at the fashion show and the party. I said, did Miley make Kendall cry? This person who was there says I was there and didn't see that. I don't think I even saw them around each other. I don't think Miley cares to associate with that group. So I think the whole rumor that Miley Cyrus made Kendall Jenner cry is fake news. I had to just get that out there. Well, that makes me happy because I was going to say, I don't like to hear the mean girl situation. Didn't she have, was she involved in that eyebrow? Yes. Yes. We'll get to a little bit of that later. Um, I hate to keep talking about it, but you know, the kids of TikTok just keep asking questions about it. And I'm such like a sucker for them. I'm a sucker for, <laughs> I'm a sucker for TikTokers. Um, okay. This is something that I found really, really odd. And I shared this picture with you 
And I just want to file it under like odd findings of the week. There is a picture of FKA Twigs. For those of you who don't know, um, she is a British singer and songwriter. There's a picture of her on someone's Instagram account and it looks like she's pregnant. And I don't mean it looks like she's like bloated pregnant, you know, or had a sandwich for lunch. Like there is a six to seven month baby bump. Yeah. And I don't know. And Victoria and I were talking like, is this a fashion statement or is she pregnant and nobody knew? So because people aren't seeing the image, it's not her skin. It's a garment that she's wearing. It's got a big belly attached, a black leather sleeveless with cones for her boobs. Yeah. And then a big stomach. I don't understand it. No, I don't understand it either. And I, you know, if you're a regular reader of Demois, I don't comment on women's bodies. I don't comment on speculation of pregnancy, you know, because a picture came out where someone looks like they have a bump, but this is a clear baby bump. And I, I'm curious if it's a fashion statement. Like that's what I think I really it's fashion. That's know. what I'm saying. I think it's a garment because she's so slim and then it's just this big, hard Stomach. belly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, and I would think, you know, if it was a fashion statement, there was a reason behind it. I mean, she does look very motherly. So maybe her fashion inspiration for the evening that this picture was taken was motherhood. <laughs> because, you know, with the cones over her breast, that's also like accentuating that part of her body plus the belly. I don't know. I just thought it was like a very interesting picture. You're really looking at this from an artistic point of view. I don't look at this photo and it read motherly to me at all. I think she looks like an earth mother. You're not getting that? No. What are you getting? Like just like statement, like a bold fashion statement? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe someone listening will know. Maybe this is a pregnancy announcement. Maybe she is pregnant. I don't know. Right. I don't don't know either. Um, I just thought it was interesting. I just want to throw it out there in case anyone out there as an FKA Twigs fan um, and knows. Are you going to put this on your Instagram? Do you mean the picture? Yeah. Yeah, sure. If people want to see it. I mean, you need to now. It was on somebody's random Instagram account and their Instagram account is public. I don't like to post Instagram pictures from private accounts, but if they're public, sure. But yeah, I'll post it. I just, I'm just curious about A, if she's pregnant and B, if not, this is a very interesting um, fashion choice is this a new direction that fashion is is taking that maybe we don't know about not to follow up fka twigs with shia labeouf but another thing that was brought to my attention this week that i'm gonna file under weird findings of the week is somebody messaged me a picture of their church bulletin and underneath um the mass intentions for the week on Wednesday, March 15th, this particular church will be praying for Shia LaBeouf. And this person sent me a picture of the Bolton and said, is Shia LaBeouf good? They are praying for him at church. And I looked at the Bolton. Sure enough, it says Shia LaBeouf will be praying for him on March 15th. 
And I asked this person if he went to the church and this person said they weren't sure. They thought it was odd that he was written in the intentions portion of the bulletin. Usually that's for people who have died, are very sick, or going through a hard time. Now, as a Catholic, Victoria, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I agree. It's usually for people who, um, or from my knowledge, um, who are sick and who need extra prayer. Right. Um, so it tells me that, you know, somebody wrote in and asked for there to be extra prayers for him. Interesting. So this person also brought up that he's a method actor and he did a movie last year about Padre Pio, but who's a saint. Is that correct? That's correct. <laughs> um, who's a saint. But that was last year. And this bulletin was from this week. And I don't know. Is Now that I'm like saying this out loud, are we crossing into like territory where this is too invasive to share? I mean, it was posted and there's a whole mass going to be for him right right okay I just like to I like to just like say that out loud because some you know you don't I don't really ever talk about religion and when I do there's uh, I get a lot of feedback about it like there's a lot of people who have opinions about things that are said about different religions um now in the past it's been about religions that I knew nothing about Catholicism I do know a little bit about um and you know a lot about Wow, you're giving me a lot of credit. I don't know a lot (laughs) by any means. Like, don't say that because then, you know, I feel like I need to to speak truth of Of what you're saying. And I I don't know how much um, factual information I'm actually giving. I'm just saying what I know. Okay, well, and also my other thought was like, if it was something for a role or for something to do with like his method acting and they were praying for him in church and there wasn't really something wrong, like what's up with that Catholic church? You know what I mean? I just thought the whole thing was like very odd. So I don't know how much fact checking there is with such a thing. Oh, right. Because people write in or they'll fill out um, an intention card or something and mail it to the church saying, can asking for special prayers for my mother who is sick or something, right? They're not calling the hospital yes. to make sure that you have a sick mother. You're you right. Know? There's like no fact checking in the church. So you could literally write in and be like, pray for yes. whoever, Taylor Swift. Correct. All right. Well. So maybe a big fan of his. Wrote in yeah. and said like he needs prayers. Interesting. Okay. Um, Well, back to the subject, which I'm going to speed through because this is the third podcast episode where it has come up. I think people are sick of hearing of it. But like I said, I can't resist those TikTok babies. So when they ask me a question, I feel like I have to answer. Somebody wanted to know, um, this is on TikTok, Demois, while you're at it, can you ask your source if Justin Bieber proposed to Selena Gomez first? So obviously, 
that person asked the question, I, I was curious. I was like, well, did he? And for you guys tuning in to just this episode, um, the past two podcast episodes, I talked about the Selena Gomez, Haley Bieber drama that's playing out on the internet. If you guys need a refresher, um, the past two episodes spells it all out as best to my ability that I was able to do. Um, so I asked the source, the original source who gave me the Intel that I repeated in last week's episode and the week before, if Justin proposed to Selena Gomez first, this person says to the best of my knowledge, no, he never proposed. And the marriage to Haley was very much her idea and her pressure play on him. She leaned heavily on Hillsong. That's the church that they both belong to. She leaned heavily on Hillsong and born again rhetoric and got their pastor, this person said, um, blanking on the name of the guy, to endlessly talk to Justin about the sacred bonds of marriage and the need for holy commitment to each other. Haley drove the wedding bus big time with them. It wasn't as much on the radar between Selena and Justin. Her pressure on him is why it was a quickie courthouse thing at first. She wanted it locked down and didn't want to wait through the planning of a big wedding, especially because she feared his feelings for Selena could come back into play since they basically always did. Then after the courthouse thing, he was the one who was like, let's make sure this actually lasts and isn't some sort of Britney and Jason Alexander situation. If we make it to a year, we can have the big party then. Hence, the big delay between courthouse and the Southern celebration. So that's the answer there. I feel like we need to put like the whole talk of Selena Gomez, Haley Bieber, Justin Bieber to bed with that. Do you- I agree. I agree. I think that um, how long do these two have to be married for people to forget about the Selena? I, I don't know. I, I think never. I don't think it. I don't think they're ever going to forget. Selena has such a passionate and large. That's the thing here. Very large fan base. Like, I don't think they'll ever forget. I really don't. Maybe when she's in a new relationship. Yeah, that's a good point. When she's in a new relationship, maybe that will shift everyone's focus. I feel like they felt that way about like Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake. Yeah, but not like this. Not like this. Listen, I know you're not. First of all, you're not on the internet at all. How did you hear about the eyebrow thing? Live children. Oh, okay. So you're... (laughs) So your kids were, and you're, wait, well, let's also say this. Your kids aren't big into this celebrity stuff really that much either. No, not at all. They're into sports or into hanging out with their friends or into, you know, living in the suburbs. Um, <laughs> but my point. They're so into living in the suburbs. They're so into it. But my point is, is that like everyone is talking about it. You know what I mean? Yes. Agreed. If I know about it, then it's got to be everywhere. Well, I have a question. Was your youngest talking about it? That's how I found out. Okay. Um, so now I want to know like what she's heard because she's not really chronically online either. No. So but she's, she likes the TikTok. I'm not going to lie. Well, okay. So it's all over TikTok. So there you go. Okay. So um, let's move on. Another update I have is in regards to last week's podcast. 
if you guys need a refresher, last week at the end of the episode, I touched upon a audience member question. They wanted to know who in the industry does the public love, but the industry does not love. And I started rattling off a list of names. And as you guys do all the time, somebody listened to my episode and wanted to contribute to the conversation. I love when you guys do that. Um, And they wanted to give me their list of um, people that the public loves, but the industry does not. Now, I will say this person works in the industry. I won't say their job, but I'll say they're either like agent, manager, publicist, producer. It's like that kind of job. And this is what they have to say. This is who they say the baddies are. They call them baddies. Um, Chloe Grace Moretz. This is also with little to no context, which the original list that I rattled off last week also had little to no context. Um, Chloe Grace Moretz, Bryce Dallas Howard. These are people who are who were not good to encounter. Kevin Costner. This person says JLo is actually lovely. It's her team who makes everything insanely difficult. Elaine Goldsmith Thomas in particular is a terror. That's her producing partner. I don't think it's also her publicist, but I know she does a lot of producing with her. Uh, Anne Hathaway. After she won the Oscar, she made everyone refer to her as Ms. Hathaway during Dark Knight Rises campaign. Leslie Mann got mad at the Oscars a few years back for having to wait in line with normies and threw a fit. TJ Holmes. This this has nothing to do with baddies, but this person also wanted to note that TJ Holmes is not Amy's first affair at ABC. I think those rumors were going around. Um, Victoria, I know you don't know about that, but that was a, a big point of interest. The TJ Holmes and Amy Robach affair. Um, Anthony Mackie was absolutely inappropriate when working with him. Tom Hardy is very difficult. Same with Henry Cavill. Jason Siegel is an absolute gem. You, you actually said that in the beginning of the episode. I feel like I called a couple of these, the Leslie Mann. Yep. Um, Christian Bale is also one of the most professional and lovely people to work with despite that outburst. Okay, this one hurts deep, but I got to say it. I'm also sorry to say that Blake Lively was a horror. She also fucked Ben Affleck during the town. Their trailer used to shake. Wow. Yes, it was widely speculated that her and Ben Affleck were having an affair during the town and that Jen Garner came to set and punched Ben Affleck in the eye. And there's actually a paparazzi picture of him from that time with a black eye. Um, Okay, so that was their little contribution. Thank you to that person for contributing to the conversation. We're almost out of time, but I do want to quickly talk about Harry Styles in Australia. Now, just to backtrack, Harry Styles is still on his love on tour tour. You went to see Harry Styles, didn't you? I did. How was the show? It was great, actually. Um, I enjoyed it. You did. So you are you would say you're a Harry Styles fan? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a huge Harry Styles fan by any means, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my time. I, I knew maybe two songs. Okay, that's okay. Regardless of Victoria being a Harry Styles fan or not, <laughs> 
Um, the hot gossip, according to Women's Day magazine, they were the first ones to report on this. And then Daily Mail picked it up. Um, Harry Styles has struck up a close friendship with Australian influencer and fashion blogger Yan Yan Chan. Um, for those of you that don't know, Yan Yan is a model. She's based in Sydney, but she's often um, in the States working. So somebody messaged me. I, I posted the headline to that to the Daily Mail article saying that they were, quote unquote, developing a close friendship. And somebody messaged me and said, this is true. Super anon. I love when people say super anon, but then it makes me nervous because then it means I have to like omit like good information. So sorry, guys, this is going to be vague, but they did give a lot of information that I have to omit because it has to do with somebody's job. And I don't ever like to put people's job on the line for gossip. Um, So just, you know, trust me when I say this person did give back up to this. Um, they said, I can give you more details about how I know that Harry and Yan Yan are hanging out. So they gave me the details. All I could really say is that he flew her in from New York City to Perth. This is in Australia. Um, and yes, they did spend alone sexy time together, which I'm sure was magical. As yes. Harry is a very sexy man. And simultaneously, as I received that, that was a DM. I did receive an anonymous email. Now, I will say that I did also see a tweet that said this exact same thing. So I don't know if somebody was just copying the tweet and then putting it into an anonymous email. But this tweet has since been deleted But this person said, my sister works with Pip Edward. Now, Pip Edward, God, everything is so incestuous. Pip Edward was brought up last week because somebody said that they saw Jacob Elordi at a party with her canoodling. Pip Edward is also the founder of P.E. Nation. Do you know that clothing line, Victoria? I don't. I love it. I have so much of their stuff. It's a lot of like um, athleisure wear. I think you would like it, actually. I'm Googling it right now. Yeah. P.E. Nation. Um, That's Pip Edward. This person says, my sister works with Pip Edward. And she said Harry Styles and Yan Yan had been hooking up casually in the United States. But I just found out that she apparently went to Perth and Sydney shows. And they went to breakfast together in Petty. I don't know what Petty means. Um. So I don't know. Something's cooking. That's what this person says. But yes, I will say that based on the intel I received via DM from a real person, not an anonymous source, that they did hook up in Perth. Um, And I say, you know, good for Harry. He's single. He's ready to mingle. He's hot. He has nice hands. Speaking of hands. Yeah. (laughs) yeah stop stop i forgot to tell you what we were talking earlier um jonah hill who's so nice by the way came over and introduced himself and um has abnormally small hands (laughs) is that weird to say is that mean 
I don't mean to be mean, but no, I but- have small hands. And if no. I'm realizing that his hands are small, they've got to be miniature. I have two things to say. First of all, I'm glad to hear that he was nice and friendly. Very friendly. Introduced himself. Obviously, we knew who he was. You know what I mean? And took the time to. That's so nice that he introduced like two people. You're not celebrities. No offense to you and your husband, who I said looks like a CW actor. Like maybe he could have been. But like he didn't recognize you is my point. Uh, That was so nice. Also, I don't know if people know this because it wasn't publicized, but Jonah Hill, his girlfriend either had or is having his baby now yes like now like I think maybe just had the baby I mean there was a paparazzi picture of them and she clearly looks looked pregnant in it I knew she was she was expecting before the paparazzi picture came out I just I think I actually made it a blind item um but he hasn't spoke on it so I wonder I'm really curious if he's gonna come out and be like hey I'm a dad or if he doesn't want to talk about it because he's like very much single and on the scene or he was before this. So I don't know if he, so is he still with this baby mama? Yeah. I think he's still with the baby mama, but I just like, I'm curious. Like, I don't know if he, I wonder if he like told all his hookups and like all the girls that he was like seeing and dating. I say all the girls, like, I don't know how many there were, but I wonder if he is kind of keeping it under wraps. Anyway, congratulations to him. I feel like he'll be a good dad. I do too. I definitely agree with that. And um, I feel like he's gone through like a lot of transitions, you know, like as a person. He was used to be very active on Instagram and I think he deleted his Instagram account. But he's commented on, on a couple things that I've posted about him that weren't true. So I apologize, Jonah. I was I've always been a fan. Uh, Super bad. I've said this is like one of my favorite all time movies. I don't. Oh yeah, it's a good movie. It's such a good movie. I don't care how old it is. It still holds up in my eyes. Um, but yeah. So congratulations, Jonah. And his and the movie that just came out. What is it? That movie. You mean the TV show where he like talks to his shrink? Oh, no. no, you mean the movie no. on Netflix where he, yes. yes, with Eddie Murphy. Yes. So good. Did you see it? No. Is it good? Uh, yeah, it's very funny. I enjoyed it. Oh, good to know. I'll have to check it out. Um, well, we are out of time. Victoria, thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. And a uh, quick congratulations on your Cosmo cover. Oh, thank you. Yes. Um, for you guys that didn't see, I posted on Instagram, but... Um, Cosmopolitan did like a firsthand account of what it's like or actually they called it the dark side of running Demois and they made it a cover story which I'm was like shocked to see my account name on the cover of a magazine so um thank you Cosmo and thank you Victoria for acknowledging it no I'm so proud of you and for all of your success Um, so thank you for having me and doers be nice to me I'm not (laughs) famous I'm not a celebrity I know you're so (laughs) critical (laughs) no you did great you did great um and thank you everyone for um submitting the questions about the book we did not get to even half the questions that you guys asked so victoria might have to come back um i didn't want the whole episode to be about the book because i know people tune in to get the celebrity info so um thank you guys for submitting the questions we'll definitely do another q a and victoria i'll talk to you later 
All right. This has been a production of Cadence 13, an Odyssey studio. New episodes of Do You will air every Thursday. See you next week.